Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate your continued support. Hey, back with Line Movers for Charlotte Weekend in the NASCAR Memorial Day Weekend. Respect Knuckles to all those who served and have served with us. Texas last week, the All-Star Race was absolute trash. Hope you didn't watch it. Hope you didn't bet on it. Didn't do much of that at all. Didn't recommend anything to subs. Bet a little bit in-game, but uh, no, was not a great play, and I'm glad we stayed away from it. Everyone stay away from it. You don't bet the Pro Bowl. You don't bet the WNBA skills competition. That's stupid. So don't bet the All-Star Race. Dumb rules. Lack of passing because Texas too narrow. Fake late cautions. They didn't want Ryan Blaney to win. Don't understand the rules. Stupid. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Trucks were fine. Loved the truck race earlier in the weekend. Went 4-0 on matchups. If you followed us on the subscriber card, looked pretty good there. Gave back some on Xfinity. I never feel like I'm tuned in right to Xfinity. Since uh, we won with Barry a few weeks ago at 9-1, to 10-1, to 1, I've been giving you Barry. I like him week in, week out. If you can find him priced around 1000 But I just never seem to feel like I know where Ty Gibbs is going to be from week to week. And this week he's 400 and that feels too expensive. He won last year, but he wasn't dominant. But we'll get to the Xfinity cars here in a little bit. Um, Charlotte Race, it's 600 miles. It's the longest race of the year. Now, it's a mile and a half track, so I think it's compared it to, compare it to Kansas, compare it to Texas. We just saw, compare it to Vegas, probably your best comparators, the 1.5-mile tracks that don't have the highest tire wear. Tires are not as meaningful here as they are a lot of other places and obviously at the flat tracks. But what happens is the race is really, really long, which means the best teams, the cream rises to the top. You don't have a fluke winner in a 600-mile race that's not a super speedway, a Talladega, Daytona format thing. The best teams will rise through pit strategy, through good pit work. Cautions will have some to do with this, and there'll be a real difference whether it's a seven-caution race or like a 15-caution race. But this season, we've had a lot of cautions. And if there's an over-under on cautions, I'm assuming it's probably over-under 12, over-under 13, and I won't be surprised if it goes over that. But it's a 600-mile race, so the best cars eventually will get there by the end of the day. They're going to finish and finish well. Uh, you have longer race, mechanicals kick in sometimes. The big thing is the fast cars eventually went out, which means probably another bad week for Ford, another bad week for Kevin Harvick and some of those guys. Last year, 2021 race, the Hendrick Chevy team, who dominated last year, and this is kind of where Larson's season started uh, in a big way. He won Charlotte. He won this week last year and then just rolled through the damn summer. It was pretty hot. Last year in the Charlotte 600-mile race, the Hendrick Chevy team had four of the top five guys. Uh, and that's Larson, that's Elliott, that's somebody else in third, not a Hendrick Chevy, Byron and Bowman there in that top five. Kurt Busch finished third, and he's been great here. Kurt Busch, pardon me, Kyle Busch, not Kurt Busch, Kurt a winner two weeks ago. Kyle Busch finished third at Charlotte last year. And Kyle Busch is priced right there in that niche with Elliott and Larson in that 600 area, and he probably deserves it. Uh, he has one wreck in his last five races here, but his average finish otherwise, 2.75. Uh, he won, I believe, in 18 or 19, and has moved forward. Yeah, he won in 18. Let's look at the winners here. Elliott won in 2020, Larson last year, Kyle Busch in 18. Truex has three recent wins, 16, 17, 19, but he's not qualifying well this year. Feels like he's getting old fast, like he's one of those fat first basemen who just hits a wall when he hits 35. Everyone seems to think Truex is a year from retirement or less 
or maybe won't be continuing on with Gibbs a lot longer. He's a guy like Harvick. He has a great recent record, even at this track, but you don't get the sense he's going to go out and, and, and win one of these. If he's going to get a win this year, it's probably one of the short tracks, the Martinsville, the, the Richmond, something like that. Austin Dillon, kind of a fluky winner in 2017. He's out at 50-1 to 1 this week, where he is most of the time. And before that, the other guys that have won here but haven't really won here recently, Logano in 15, Harvick three times about a decade ago, 11, 13, and 14. Uh, Brad Keselowski won in 2013 and won in 2020, but he's probably not going to win this year. Uh, the reset at Roush Fenway, Keselowski with the fours is not going well, like Busher over Keselowski, for that matter, among teammates this week. So ignore that. We're going to miss Brad until they get it figured out. And Kurt Busch did win here back in 20, 2010. Um, you generally went from the front. A top four starter has won essentially half the last 25 races. Um, you look at this, they're going to have a lot of cautions. Only three of the last 15 races have four or fewer cautions. And this year's package, we seem to be wrecking cars. We seem to be having guys go out on underinflated tires early and wrecking themselves. A lot of tire trouble. And the same tires that ran at Texas, the same rubber code they ran at Kansas, are running again this week. Will be a night race, mostly. Will be somewhat cooler once the sun gets down in Charlotte. But uh, I'm still not sure these teams are treating tires well. The problems have been a lot of Chevys, um, a lot of shoulders. It feels like Reddick... And Dylan are on the absolute ragged edge every week as Reddick is doing everything he can. He's trying too hard. And it's gotten him in trouble. Um, this racetrack, it's definitely Kyle Busch's racetrack. We mentioned his, his third place finish last year, his win in 18. He has won this race for, so this is crazy, hold on, six. He has won this race nine times in Xfinity, going back to the old Nationwide and Busch series. He has won this race in trucks eight times. So a grand total of 18 wins at this track that we, uh, we are noting for Kyle Busch. He's great here in, in, in really, really, really great equipment. Uh, we'll get to the Cup guys in a second. Reddick won here uh, three years ago in Xfinity. Um, Larson won here eight years ago in Xfinity. But beyond that, not a lot of ties uh, to this track as we go down ticket. Uh, look at the Cup, Cup slate here this week. Larson, Kyle Busch, Elliott, all in the 600 area, somewhere between essentially 600, the best price on Larson's where you open a bar stool. You get Kyle Busch at 700 a couple places, and you get Elliott, you get as good as 750 if you really shop at MGM and Caesar having there a few days ago. Truex, we mentioned three recent wins, but slow this season. He's generally around 1,000. The next group's where I like all the value. Uh, Blaney, Hamlin, and Byron, and to a lesser extent Chastain, are around 1200 most places. That's the best price you can get on Blaney, Hamlin, and Byron. Chastain, you can get 1400 at least you could as of earlier in the day on DraftKings. I think they're trying to bait you into betting more on Chastain. He's been probably the fastest driver in the mile and a half this year. He's been faster than Larson, uh, but it feels like he's, he's either slowed down or had bad luck. He has not, not won in a few weeks. Again, first-time winner, has won twice this year, but he doesn't feel as dominant as he did uh, a month ago. But you can get him at 1400 at DK. Um, others that are, that are inexpensive mentioned Reddick. He's 1400 and 1500 pretty much everywhere. He is just trying so hard right now. And it feels like it's wrecking him every week or is blowing a tire. I love Reddick here. He's won here at this track before he's won in, in, in Xfinity. He's going to get one eventually. I don't want to be there when that happens, but I almost like the bet on him in the qualifying, uh, to qualify in the pole. I think around 14, 1500, I like he and Bell, Chris Bell, as, as qualifiers. If you're, if you're going to nibble around that stuff for the Saturday night qualifying, Reddick and Bell soon have value in qualifying, and that's been posted at DK. Guy really likes Bowman. 
Bowman's is cheap as 1600 MGM is 14, 15, 1600, all the stops. And behind the guys that are like, obviously these top tier Larson, Elliott, and Kyle Busch. I think the best value on that next tier is Bowman. He's great at Charlotte fifth last year, led 51 laps in the shorter race in 2020 before someone wrecked him, led the most laps in the 600 miler in 2020, 164 laps before somebody wrecked him seventh in 2019, ninth in 2018, Great pit crew. And in a long race like this, the pit crew is so, so important. We'll be curious to see the pit crews. We know the Hendrick guys are great. We know the Chastain, the one pit crew uh, from the new track house group, has been really, really fast, surprisingly. And all the Gibbs cars, some of them are trying some new things in terms of pit ballet. Who's doing what in what order and changing things. Kyle Busch has been, when he's been good, he's been really, 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 really good. Hamlin's had the poor pit crew. Trex has not been in contention enough, frankly, for it to matter. But, man, that Kyle Busch pit crew is really, really good. And that, that could pay off for him later in the day. Who else is hot right now? Uh, Kurt Busch. Uh, real bargain if he's cheaper than 2000 He opened 2500 at Barstool. Not sure that's still out there. Won a couple weeks ago. Great on that one-and-a-half-mile tracks. And has been really good at Charlotte. Average finish of a better than seventh his last three event-free races here. Uh, early exit last year. But before that, he'd been great the last several years. Um, mentioned Ford. Expecting to be slow again. Blaney was good last week. And this is one of Blaney's better tracks, not to win, but he's had pretty much repetitive top 10s. Average finish, 7.75 in his last four races where there wasn't a wreck. Um, he's 1,200. I wish he was a little cheaper. 1,500, I'd shove in on him. 1,200, a little itchy. Again, it's a long race, and the Blaney pit crew this season has been mostly terrible until the last two weeks. He made some personnel changes, and maybe that's helping him. Maybe that's moving him along. Um not really interested in Logano. He won here several years ago. I think Harvick is slow again. This is a bad track for him. The longer it gets, the slower he gets. I really like Chris Bell. We mentioned him in the Toyota in the qualifying. 1,400 to get the pole versus 2,500 to win in a lot of stops. Buy the 2,500. I really, really like that. And I really, really like him as top Toyota. I've seen it out there a couple places. I bought some at 800. I see some 700 out there. If he qualifies well, which is what he's been nailing the last several weeks, he's been a qualifying master. And that's bought you a lot of closing line value, a lot of CLV going into the weekend. So I would look at some of that. I think 2500 now could be 1200 when it opens. You saw where he was in Kansas and Texas after qualifying uh, pretty hot before that. So I really like Christopher Bell. And I've been trying to make him a thing for a year and a half, but he's really, really, really talented. And this year, the Toyotas are a lot faster. And the Toyotas are so much better than they were a month ago. They're all faster. And it used to be in the old arrow, the Toyotas were much better at night. Much better at night, and it's a long story in their arrow, but they're much better at night than the, than the Chevys and the Fords. We'll see how this goes. This will be a night race by the time it's done Sunday night. They don't kick until dinner time after 6 Eastern on Sunday from Charlotte. Uh, guys are qualifying well. Austin Center has been qualifying great. And he's right there, a guy who's been uh, odd in the top 10 qualifying. You'd be like, how did he get to the final round? He did. Um, every week in our subscriber card, we basically throw down what we call darts a 10th or 20th of a unit on what we call deep cup threats. Guys who are really good odds and either have already won this year or certainly have shown they can win this year. And those darts, there's a lot of tickets this week. Cendric, he's 5,000 a couple, a couple places. Eric Jones, we've hammered pretty much every week. I have an Eric Jones love affair. I'm, I'm a stand for him like I am for Bell. Eric Jones, I don't know if he's going to win this year, but he's 7,000. Any week these guys are 5,000 or cheaper, you buy Cendric, you buy Jones, 
You buy Suarez. He was 6,000 MGM. Not sure if that's still out there tonight. It's Thursday as we're talking about this. And Briscoe was a winner earlier this season on the flat track at Phoenix. He opened 6,000 at DK. He's 5,000 most places. Pretty much every week, if these guys show up at 5,000 or cheaper, I'm going to be in on them. And it's going to be good because, look, when Briscoe won at Phoenix, he opened at 6,000. I gave you that. You had it. You look at Chastain, the two weeks he won, you got him from here at 3,500 and 4,000 when they opened early week. Uh, there's more wins out here. Remember, the average win in, win over race this year is paying roughly 24 to 1. Very few true favorites with only one true favorite. Uh, Larson, early this season, has been a winner. Every other week has been paying 10 to 1 or higher, again, with the average still out in the 22, 23 to 1 area. That's insane. Anyway, so we talked about that. The darts, Suarez, Cindric, Briscoe, Jones, love that. Like Stenhouse for top tens, he's priced about the same way. He has a third, a fifth, and a tenth in his last five Charlotte races, and he's priced out in the same area, 5,000, 6,000. Um, we mentioned Busher. We were making fun of Brad Keselowski earlier. Busher's have been a top ten machine here. Three top tens in his last five. He's not a threat to win, but a dude is always around at the end of long races. He's good at preserving his car. And they've been good enough. If I had to buy a Ford, you know, out there and put him in a matchup with uh, someone who's less careful with their car, I like Busher if you're playing a deep matchup with someone priced out there nearby. Um, we'll wait on Reddick beyond qualifying. If he qualifies really well, he's not going to get any cheaper. That's an in-race play. Um, and it's hard for me to get subscribers in-race picks in a very timely, timely way because you sometimes have a gap of only a minute or two when these lines change because the algos are not catching up to what's going on. Um, for subs, we'll send you out a what we call a Bally card. There are five states out there that have the Bally Bet app, and Bally's is still pricing. Well, they're doing two things. They're giving you some matchups other shops aren't giving you, and they're giving you top fives on cup drivers that are ludicrously cheap and subsidized. Now, they're starting to move the lines a little bit. They're not as staying as cheap as they were a month ago, but there's some real, real big bets. Essentially, a top five price that most folks consider fair is one-seventh of a price to win. So if someone is like, say, 1400 to win, their top five price considered fair or pretty fair. It's around 200. So let me give you an example. Ross Chastain won twice this year. You know, about the seventh, eighth car in, in the lineup uh, at 14 to one uh, at some shops. So 14 to one, fair price on top five would be 200. His price on a top five uh, as of this morning at Bally was 290. So essentially a 45% bonus. And all through the Bally card, you're seeing that um, bonus of 25 to 50% on top five pricing compared to anybody else. It's a good way to grab and not take the risk of a win bet, but figure one of these fast cars in the 10 or 15 best cars to pay way, way more than it should. So keep a look at that. We'll uh, get some matchups out there, but I would throw those darts out early on. In terms of the guys who are 12 to 1, you know, or in that middle price range, I would like, definitely going to buy some Bowman. Definitely going to buy some Hamlin. He's been great the last few weeks. And if you're just being super duper duper careful, um, you can buy an any Hendrick for about 185, 180 at a few of the books. So that's always a safe bet at these, at these Charlotte races. It feels pretty safe uh, to go that way. Uh, to the Xfinity race, I don't have a great feel for it. Uh, Ty Gibbs came out here last year and closed strongly. Briscoe and Hemrick led most of the laps. Gibbs' price at 400. And it's, just, it's so up and down. I mean, he might just come out and leave the thing wire to wire. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I've been on Gibbs the last few weeks, and it's not worked. Uh, Almondinger and Alkire, the books are all over the map on their pricing. I don't like any of the uh, of the colleague cars right now. And that's Almondinger. That's Hemrick. Uh, that's Castle deep in the field. Alkire has been fast the last few weeks, but there's some real mispricing and rude round pricing on him. There's basically the four Dale Jr. team cars, and that's Allgaier, Barry, Mayer, 
and uh, oh wait, who am I forgetting? Allgaier, Barry, Mayer, and of course Noah Gregson. And Gregson's priced between 400 and 500. Those guys are all basically the same. Just throw them in a pot. They're all going to come out near that top five. Uh, so I feel safe with some top fives. Uh, maybe a top five and all guy if you can get him at 100 from DK. I kind of like that. Uh, I like Barry. I like Barry almost every week, and it's 900 to win at DK. That's another top five I kind of like. Uh, Trevor Bain throws things off. He's in that 18 car, the all-star Gibbs car. Um, I don't think he's going to win, but he's going to be real close to where Gibbs is. I mean, it's the same motor, same package, same preparation. Um, Bain for a top five could be pretty good if you got it out in the 175, 200 area. Beyond that, I don't see a lot here. Ryan Priest is running both the Xfinity and the trucks this week. He's at around 1,500. Sam Mayer's at 1,500 as well. Um, I'd feel better. I don't know. I, Mayer's going to break through at some point. I mean, this is going to be on a shorter track. But keep your eye on him in race, especially if he gets cheap but has not, not gone off the lead lap. Um, Childress cars have been terrible of late. Hill 1 Daytona has not been seen in a month. Creed's even worse. Uh I may, may pick and choose some matchups here deep in this field, but there's not a lot I'm in love with on this Xfinity card. What I am in love with, Trucks card. But the Trucks card is hard. Why? Kyle Busch, who's won at this track 18 times between the three series, is running Trucks. And he's priced somewhere between minus 125 and plus 125, but either way, that is a huge favorite. He's in the best equipment. Um, he's won here over and over and over. If he doesn't win... It's his teammate, the guy's car he he, he runs because he owns a team, John Hernemacek. I love him at 600 at Caesars. I love him if you can get him for a reasonably priced top five, you know, 100 minus 125. He is one of the fastest guys here at this track. He loves Charlotte, and he's so, so, so good here. Uh, beyond Kyle Busch, Chastain's dropping down to run in this race. He's been competitive when he's run trucks. So is Priest. Um, Chandler Smith has not been as good as he was in the first month. He's dropped off a good bit. Um, not sure what that's about. I still like him, and he's in the same equipment as Kyle Busch and Nemechek. Beyond that, uh, Friesen won at Texas last week. Stuart Friesen, kind of surprised everybody. He might be better at Charlotte than he is at Texas. Um, average trucks finish of 4.3 his last three runs here. Uh, ben Rhodes, same thing. He's consistent. He's last year's champ. He's been bad the last couple weeks, but he's an average finish of 5.5 his last four runs here. Both are out around 2,000. It's one of those things. In race, if Kyle Busch crashes, start buying all these guys in the middle. Buy Friesen, buy Rhodes, buy Eckes, and buy Majeski. I love Eckes and Majeski at 2,500. Same kind of deal with darts. I can't believe they would win if Kyle Busch and Chastain are in this race, but I like them in a lot of matchups, and I love Majeski going forward. He's really good at Charlotte, might be his best 1.5-mile track. He's even better at the flat tracks. Watch him at Worldwide Speedway, Gateway, when they go to that here in a week or two. Um, but Majeski's common. Majeski's in the second-best equipment in the sport over at Thor Sport. The guys that run out of Ohio of all places. He's an engineer. Might be the next Ryan Newman. Might be the next smart guy in this series coming. But he's been fast every week. He's led some laps. And this is where uh, Carson Hosvar broke through last year. Had his first top three, I believe. He's out at 3000 on Caesar. Again, I love all these prices. I look at the top of the book, and I realize that Kyle Busch is being priced like 50% to win. So these prices are not nearly as good as they seem to me. But I'm going to pull a lot of these guys in matchups. As usual, we're going to go against the Benedetto. We're, we like Ankrum against the Benedetto in some matchups. Crafton's uh, not been good here in a while, though. He has a couple wins a million years ago. Um, but, yeah, we're going to pick and choose some matchups here. Not great for Infinger. Um not great for Priest. We'll see what we're going to do, but I want to grab some matchups here. Zane Smith does not have a lot of track time here. For the way he's priced, seven or 800 
right there with Chastain. He doesn't have a ton of track time. He may be a little too expensive this week as much as I normally like him in one of the only Fords. Hey, we've got a long time. Too much time. But NASCAR, this weekend at Charlotte with line movers. Stick with us. Stick with the picks. Subs, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week with more from line movers. That's all for now. Until next time, be sure to check out our video podcasts as well on our website. If you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.